Welcome everyone to our podcast with me, Zero here. And with me, I have Slider, Decade, Chase, Triple Zero. And today we're talking about X8 Episode 9, uh, Knock the Dragon Away. So, uh, the episode begins with cleaning. What a great way to start an episode. We find out that they're cleaning because the health ministry is coming to inspect the CR. Uh, and the inspector turns out to be Hinata Kyoto, uh, the person who uh, performed surgery on him 16 years ago. I thought it was a good way to bring him back into the story. Yeah, it's kind of a nonchalant way of introducing a pretty big arc, I guess. We're finally going to get to learn more about Emu's past and that maybe when his life was saved, something else happened based on yeah, based on what uh, Dan said. Thought zero? Um, yeah, I'd have to agree with you guys. It's a pretty good introduction for a major character. I mean, it's good that we're not playing it up too much because as of right now, uh, like, he's important to us, but for the characters, he's, he's just the big shot bureaucrat, right? Like, he sh- the world shouldn't change with him showing up. I mean, it'll probably affect the story a whole lot, but it's good that we're keeping a little low key, you know, because that way, Depending on which way the character goes, like, the story isn't making too much of a fuss about somebody who might just disappear. Uh, thoughts, Tasha? I don't know, I think it's, um, you know, it's mysterious how, you know, 16 years ago, got no surgery, but they only had the, um, the bug stars like five years ago, so, I'm gonna see how that works out. Yeah, I never thought about that. I think, uh, I was just assuming that somehow Emu got infected with the virus in the surgery, but I never thought about that, uh, Joe Day was only five years ago. So, I wonder if the bugs have just been running around for more or longer. Uh, but yeah. So, Maybe that's what um, Dan is trying to do. Is maybe he knew they existed longer, and that's probably what explains like his mystery. Because if it happened five years ago, he should know exactly what the hell's going on. Then. Right. Um, so then next we had a uh, Kiltra. Who we find out actually founded the CR, um, was affected by graphite with um, Proto Dragon Knight Hunter Z. Z. Dash F. You can call it Z because that's what they're saying. That's the story name. So, uh, they bring him into the CR and he said, 
Jotaro tells him that he never thought he'd meet him like this again. And he made clear that it'll save him this time. And it's kind of very obvious that it is a purpose. Um, nice little reunion. Anything else anyone wants to say? The the Proto-Gashat kind of virus looks a lot more sinister and black than all sparkly orange. Oh yeah, the, the cloud that appears, it does. Also poor director, man, they treat him like crap. Yeah, they do slam his face the doors. Multiple times, and he gets like a bloody nose. The bloodiest yeah. episode yet. <laughs> Just nerdy. Uh, well, here he comes in, plants force the virus out, but before he does, the virus starts emerging. And it is very obvious, at least a bit later, that it is different from the normal viruses. Uh, so, I didn't notice anything texture-wise, but a lot of the other uh, Bugsters, the big blob ones, were either very abstract or very loosely based off of something. Uh, this Bugster looks a lot like the gamer, Dragon Knight Hunter Z Gamer, which is the Dragon form all of them together. Which I found interesting, it very obviously has the sword arm and the gun arm. Wonderful to see more like that. Uh, anything? Nope. Well, also, we got to see, uh, once again, Graphite's new form. Kind of like a level 2 for him or something. Yeah, that, that's when they transform stage select and go to fight the dragon. And Graphite just shows up. So my objective is to create a Bugster army. Yeah. <laughs> Very simple but effective motivation. I mean, that also makes him seem more like a peon because like, it's so predictable that's what he would do and that's why the other peers would be using him. Yeah. I mean, good again. Simple but sometimes be a lot better than uh, complex things. Complex ones would be long. I can understand. And overall, very stupid. <coughs> Ghost. It, actually, his was simple. It's just his method was overly complicated. Also, uh, the show continuing to turn into Digimon. Which one? Uh, I guess the second one at this point. I guess so, with our own ground. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Graphite does fuse with the Proto Dragonite Hunter Z instead of using the Bug Bison to achieve a monster. It is slightly different than his normal monster form with the bug buzzing. So that was interesting. Uh, it's then Dan back in Dan's office, and it pretty much seems that Dan planned for a graphite to steal a gas shaft to our advantage. So yeah, they are using it. Yeah, that was interesting. Also, like Tiger's just chilling in the office, like. Constantly breaks in. <laughs> Dan's like, man, what are you doing? Yeah, he needs higher better security. Yeah, but 
Dan also keeps going on and on that he needs four riders to to beat this guy. So like his info of like oh this cash app isn't for you. I wonder if one if he's either telling the truth and like he has somebody else in mind who he wants to give this thing to, or two he's lying. He's just egging him on, just so he knows Tiger will just fall in line again. Who knows Dan is very driving. Yeah. Uh. So. Crazy graphite and all fight. Uh, Graven Exade and Exade all fight. Uh, and Exade and Graven end up losing pretty much. And Feral's still at level 1. Uh, Dan then appears in the sea and delivers the Dragonite Hunter's Zen Gashat, which he claims is a level 5 Gashat. I really jumping around with these levels. Well, even before that, we get Emu getting pretty salty that uh, Hito saying he wants to do the operation because you know he's the he's the best in the house when he's not an intern. Yeah, Emu's like, no, I have to be the one that saves him. You're just doing this for revenge against. Graphite. Right. So it's, it's surprising seeing Emu being the instigator. Yes. This time very around. true. Especially this episode and the preview for the next episode. It seems like. Emu. Yeah, he's sort of going off. But it also seems like that's sort of part of the plan, or at least that was the plan for this arc of showing, like, Naive intern Emu to the slightly darker side of him. Yeah. Right, and like, maybe it's not a darker side, it's maybe it's more just like his constant happiness that he tries to put on, like getting more stripped away. So we're not seeing like an evil side, it's just more like, you know, the day when Emu stops giving a shit <laughs> and is all down to business, right? I mean, he, he ha he's the number one, he's like a super gamer, right? I mean, he's gotta have drive and, um, and like passion. And basically a cutthroat mentality to get that high up, essentially, right? Like, you could say it's probably natural skill. But, you know, there's gotta be a psych uh, psychological side to that too, right? Right. This need to be like number one or use the right thing. Maybe that's what's showing up. I mean, it's good that they're slowly tying this in. Especially because it's so early on that we're like, uh, it's weird to have the first arc be focused on the first writer and like overcoming his major problems so early on. Really then. It almost seems like a end of the ship problem. Yeah. Some mm. uh, Any thoughts on this, Jason? Uh, I just thought they probably yeah probably like got this arc up just maybe a bit too early. I was thinking. Um. Yeah. 
Well, I think, like, everyone just wants to know, like, what happened, really. Um, like, the surgery part, so. Uh, see, see how it goes. Yeah, I, I was gonna say maybe it's better to get it on, off early because we're so used to mystery and trying to figure out what it is. And if you wait like the whole show, when you get to it, it tends to be a little more disappointing. Even if it's a little more disappointing right now, it's like, okay, whatever, it's ten episodes in, right? Like the show's got other cards yep. it can play. Like clearly with this plan and, you know, more gashats and writers yep. and stuff. Right. Right, like get the character stuff out of the way because like when more people start showing up, we're not going to have time to focus on these guys. So it's better to get their stories moving along faster, which is a smarter move. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of, um, I've sort of noticed this in, like, Western uh, hero shows also. Like, the older hero shows, they tended to have the same, like, tokusatsu mentality of, like, let's keep the mystery going, like, seasons long and things like that. And now it's like, okay, whatever, man. Let's try to tell a good story. The mystery is good, but, like, you can't drag it out for a whole season because... If it fails, your whole season gets freaking destroyed. Mm. Yeah. Maybe well. they're learning from like Amazons, <laughs> and like being like, you know what, this needs thirteen episodes. Let's give it thirteen episodes. Or in this case, like nine and ten. You know, get an art, mm. get it out of the way. I'm probably just guessing they just want like this part out of the way, and they're trying to focus on Dan and the mystery guy with him. Um, right. I think they're just trying to, you know, move on to him, and so you get the X-Aid part out of the way, and, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. It's also good because, um, like, next episode's probably just going to be a build-up to, like, everybody that's getting almost sick of, like, okay, enough with the freaking disagreement, guys. Like, get your shit together at least once. Yeah. And, like, Next episode seems to be the building one. I hope it's not like one and done and like now we're friends. I mean, unless it's a really good episode. <laughs> yeah. After all this. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm fine with like the second arc mostly being about like them becoming a better team. And with Dan's arc too going as that. But it better goddamn not be one episode in that. I mean, like, it could, unless it's a really good episode, you know. Uh, this show's been really good with its episodes. So cool. I just hope they don't blow it. Yeah. Then again, like we thought this episode was gonna be kind of crap, and this is pretty damn good. That form design even looks decent. It's really good. Uh, that's it. Oh, thanks. Um. So Dan. After delivering Dragon Knight Hunter Z, does say that it is designed for up to four layers and it is dangerous to parallel. Uh, and he still has said being a bite. He's determined to clear it. He's being obstinate. We've kind of discussed that already. Say on that topic. No. Ah. Uh, 
So, it is once again stated that Emu has never had the compatibilities at uh, surgery. After we find out that uh, the surgery is pretty much just administering small amounts of the Munster virus in the body with the use of memory. So this means two things. One, we're getting medical again and it's a vaccine. And two, it's the classic writer uh, thing of the writer's power comes from the enemy. And it's pretty much always been this way. Uh, I know some of them it hasn't, but yeah, most. Most, most of them have, because yeah, that's what I'm saying. DK's an exception. Um, so, I'm just gonna start from what I've seen. Dino is literally using the imagined power. Uh, Kiva is half thing dire. Spoil everything. No, I'm just kidding. Your turn for spoilers is up. Yeah, I know. Uh, D Double uses guy memories, which is the Dopon power source. Uh, the core metals for O's, uh, the asterisk with power for Forza. Yeah, most of them are. Uh, it's mostly like the secondaries who tend to have like random powers. Uh, I was thinking of Blade, but it's more like Blade isn't built by an evil corporation. Yeah. Uh, but then like their damn cards are straight up undead, so I'm like, uh. <laughs> yeah, so they're using the powers of the undead. Yeah, I mean, like, the only one I can think of is Kuga, because, oh, and Agito. Um, because Kuga is like, alright, we built this belt to fight the Grongi, and it's got nothing to do with the Grongi, except to defend ourselves against it, and like, Agito, it's X-Men. Um, <laughs> okay, okay, technically they're like demons, because, you know, gods like, screw you assholes. I don't yeah, like your power. Using the enemy's power all the way back to Ichigo, who was created by Shaka. <laughs> yeah. Nothing new. Yeah. We're getting a bit off topic. <laughs> yeah. It's a writer podcast, man. History is important. Or perspective. For sure. Well, then I'll just add that Hibiki would also be one that doesn't really. I mean, they're gonna get Hibiki wasn't originally designed to be a writer. Uh, well, he is, so. If Decade can transform into him, then. Decade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Originally and eventuality are two different things. Um, but yeah. Uh, they, they realize, uh, the bugs are probably just want to create an epidemic and go to a big place and infect everybody at once, which is what Graphite ends up doing. Emu goes, sees the people getting sick, he goes to group from graphite, turns level 2. Oh, hold up, hold up. Skip. What did I forget? Uh, Kidia. Going to... Oh. Uh, to get the documents. Out. Yeah. I shoved that into, uh, once again, see that Emu has never had the compatibility surgery, I didn't think it was important to saw that. Probably was, now that I think about it. So yeah, Kyria is the one he finds out. Once again, it's stated that Emu's never had the surgery except for that one 16 years ago, but the doctor is very infected by Dragon Man after Z. 
Yeah, I mean, interestingly enough, he later on points out to the doctor that, like, uh, he wasn't, like, he's the one who performed the surgery, but he wasn't the savior, so it's like, what's that? I mean, I'm hoping this goes, like, it's calling to a Cyborg 009 callback, and it's like, alright, uh, it was some other doctor that made, like, this brilliant thing that saved Emma's life, but that doctor... You know, had something to do in creating the bugsters or something. And the other thing is, uh, interestingly enough, they're not the ones who figure out, like, where the bugsters gonna attack next. It's, uh, the doctor that treated Emily. I mean, he's working for the Ministry of Health now. So, it's smart that they're showing, like, yes, this is the guy who freaking knows what's going on so of course he's going to be able to figure out what's you know stressing him out and what the buck how the bucksters will like latch onto that right which is good but it also sort of doesn't make sense because it's like graphite's not the bugster why is graphite i mean it makes sense in graphite's point of view because he just wants an army but like Technically, the Buckster didn't attack anyone, right? It's not spreading the virus. Graphite is. So, like, his theory is right if this Buckster worked like the normal Buckster from before, except this time this Buckster did nothing because Graphite was the one doing everything. So it could be that, like, proto-Bucksters worked a little differently, or, or maybe they forgot. Or maybe it's, like, last episode, right? So, like, Oh no, the Bucksters are attacking the factory. It's gonna stress out the the old man. It's like how does the old man even know? Yeah. Like it would take them a couple hours to get that info. I mean normally would, but this show. Okay, so yeah. Emu can put his graphic goes over too. Then just like uh graphic goes down the dragon's your opponent, so Emu goes off and fights the dragon. Ray just suddenly appears on the ground. The snipe appearing level 3 to fight the dragon. Snipe confronts XA2 and says that Gashat will be mine. Losing, loses the, the robots Gashat he got from XA in the last episode. To, uh, use a finisher move in the so maybe we'll see somebody like Brave uh, using robots in the future. That might be interesting. Yeah, that would be interesting. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was kind of playing around with the flash belt, and they also have like the flash weapons. And literally one of the things I did was put the robots and Dodemipa beat into the Kashikon Magnum and I was like, oh, this would be cool. And then I saw it in the episode and I was like, yes. <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> giant, f giant fist bullet confirmed. I mean, the mix and match stuff is what the thing they like about giant locking, necessarily locked. Only their jingles work. Uh, I mean, 
that is a very good point. Like, we're, uh, it's one of those weird things where, like, Wizard's sword gun could fire rider kicks. Like, I wish they'd freaking acknowledge that. Like, because it can scan anything and mass fire them, right? Like, it's the most deadly gun of them all. It fires. I wish they did that once in the show, you know? Yeah. Like, just to clear just some random moves. I'm like, alright, fine, it's not gonna work on the boss, but we could have tried it. Um, but in this show, at least they're smart. It's like, okay, we know the toys are gonna, like, mix and match, so let's at least give, like, one nod. I mean, even if it doesn't really show up later, I mean, hopefully it does, but at least you get one nod. That's better than nothing. Also, uh, let me just, you skipped, uh, quite a bit. Um, right. So, when Emu's looking for the Buckster, I mean, most likely he's just looking for, uh, graphite. Like, interest, I mean, I guess I'm just the guy who notices shots. Interesting shot with, like, Emu running through the crowd. I'm like, holy shit, man. We haven't seen this since, like, early Heisei stuff. Where it's just, like, a normal city instead of, like, the standard, oh, Here's a constructed scene. We're gonna fight it out. At least that's what I thought until the damn infection started. I'm like, oh, that's why you have so many people. It's because we're they're the ones who's gonna get infected by like for a second show. You fooled me into thinking it's gonna get like a uh, VUP style shot where they're just it's just a shitty shot, you know, like when like freaking um, I don't know, we just saw this episode last Friday. When Kiro thinks he killed, like, Zolda. Yeah, Zolda. Um, and then he's, like, in the city, and it's, like, people are around, they do this, like, really interesting uh, effect with with the sounds. Apparently, if you have, like, headphones on, you can notice that the, the voices are coming from, like, totally different directions. But, again, like, Ryuki had it, uh, Kabuto had that, like, motorcycle scene in traffic. Uh, Blade did a lot of like just city shots with normal people. I mean, Garo does it too, which is super weird because like, okay, the riders just going into a normal crowd, you wouldn't notice. With Garo, the freaking like white trench coat and everything. And you see it's great because like these people most likely aren't extras, so you see them like, who the fuck is this guy just walking by? <laughs> and you see them in like the faces every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's Japan, so most likely people aren't gonna be like that, like super like. Some weird cosplayers walking to the streets again. <laughs> um, and the funnier thing is like Garo because their monster suits are freaky as fuck, man. I wonder like if they got extras for those scenes or if they were just like, okay, monster suit guy, go into the crowd. <laughs> And see people like flip their shit. I mean, like, okay, they probably saw a camera, so, you know, they're probably a little more calm, but that would have been hilarious. And then, uh, so they go, and then, uh, they get to the rooftop, and Emu does a state select, which is clever because we're really starting to use the state select unit properly. Mm -hmm. But, my other problem was, like, did the infection get state selected out too? I mean, that would have been clever, but I don't think so. I think they just did it because of the fight. It would have been smart if they just went, like, state selecting, like, 
got the infection cloud, like most of it, to a different location. They didn't do that, but... Oh, well. Um, and the other thing is, like, once you get your ass kicked, <laughs> if you're in stage select, you come back to your first location. Like, you don't have to stage select it. <laughs> that was interesting. Like, what would happen if you're in danger and you went stage select, and then you went to a different location, you got your ass kicked, and then you were just back into an explosion or something? Like, I wonder if they're ever going to address that. Probably not, but, you know, it's just <laughs> one of those things where you notice it's like, okay, realistically, this this could be problematic. But then again, it's one of those things where, like, as soon as the monster disappears, the writers DNC it. I'm like, look around, damn it. <laughs> like, they could be hiding in the bushes. Um, anyway, way off topic. Um, <laughs> anything in all this? So yeah, they were fighting, uh, Snake being Texas and Sato being Dragon Knight had to see Yasha. And Texas and and goes for a finisher, and he gets hit by uh, and ends up taking Braves, the Gashikan sword from Brave, doing the double finish. It's really cool with ice cream. <laughs> it, it was just a really cool move. The, the mighty Tattle Critical Finish. Yeah, I mean, like, it's one of those, like, super convenient things, like, Okay, so you made like an uh, Iceman like slope thing with Brave Sword. Like, are you telling me you're using this better than Brave? I mean, like, it could be. It's not that good of a game, apparently. Um, also, there was that great part where uh, Taiga just comes to like hand me the new Gasha, and, and then and was like, "Yeah, here you go." What the hell with this? I said I'm the one you. Totally fix him out. I'm like, wow, man. So much personality in suit. Um, yeah. They, she beat, does beat the dragon and it's absorbed into the gash eye. The guy, we don't know his name, the body double for, uh, him in that one episode. Just to the side being a creeper. Yeah, he was especially weird this episode. Oh, Parado? Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, your thoughts on this fight, Chaser? Not much. I think the one thing was weird, I think, when. Oh. I think. Uh. Maybe later, but, um. When it was when X Ed was using the Dragon Knight Gashat, that was all. Um, where it just went automatically stage select, went to a different place. Yeah, I think that was pretty dramatic. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he does go level five, which is for me technically. And these weird long names: Kamen Rider X Ed, Hunter Action Gamer Level Five. Full dragon. <laughs> We're going all like uh double movie with like the super long ass name. 
uh, of dealing with uh, final, like next episode's but he does that, and he goes on a... I hope they add, like, an extra word every level they get. <laughs> every different uh, form. He goes... He he kind of goes on a Kucho Terra. Slash, kind of, almost a rampage. A Joker rampage. Yeah. Well, I mean, also, uh, Blade, when he gets his uh, king form. The first time. I have no idea. But he goes on that kind of rampage. Uh, and eventually the power of Gashat's just too much for him and he's knocked out of the stage and out of his transformation. That's another throwback for the show. You get too much from the new life. You got a lot lighter. I actually kind of like that when they, especially when they get it the first time, it's like, okay, this form is strong, but like, you really haven't earned it or understand how this thing works yet, so like, you know, either work to control it or understand this thing better, so it's kind of like, okay, this form is OP, we're gonna limit it, but they also put in this like good story arc point of like, alright, to learn to control it, it's gonna want you to part out an episode or two, but also move like the character and the storyline. Like it's a very classic writer move to do. It's nice to see it come back nowadays. Yeah, if if it's strong enough for you to just eat graphite's super attack, then you're gonna have to earn it in more than one yeah. episode. <laughs> or split the power. Yeah. As the trailer shows us. Yes. Pretty for uh next episode. So Tim, she's called the Disharmonious Doctors. <laughs> nice. Where's Dante? Who knows? He's in the He was in last week's end episode. That's about all I have to say. Any thoughts on this design for this one? Ah, uh, I like the dragon. Uh, the, the full armor is really cool. I like it. Everything from that. It's a little bit weird once he gets the split up points. But I do like that he goes split up. His game is a four player game. Oh, that's clever. Um, yeah, it was interesting. I, I thought I was gonna hate this thing a lot more. But, like, seeing it in action, it's okay. I, I think it's because, uh, X-Aid's color scheme is already so wild and colorful that something this garish... Oh, okay, it's in black, so it's, it's not that terrible looking, but like, it's kind of just like, okay, here's a bunch of parts. But the show manages to pull, pull off all these random elements so well. Like, like, it's still not the greatest looking. It's probably the worst looking suit we have. But, you know, in the show it looks okay. Um, what do you guys think? Oh, uh, well, yeah, I mean, they definitely already hints just via the color scheme even before the preview with the light blue and the light green for a Draven Snipe. And it's probably one of the best color words, but 
Yeah, I mean, you're definitely sold on the suit right off the bat with all those fireballs and explosions that come out of his <laughs> chest piece. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That mountain. did happen. That's some crazy. A little bit of flame dragon there. Right off the bat. Uh, your thoughts, Jason? Not much, yeah. And no, just, just looking at it, just felt like it looked like wizards, um, come right of wizards, like dragon form, like when all four dragons just together and they can split uh, up. Dragon. Yeah, the old dragon, and then they can split up as well. With the four different yeah, yeah. forms, so. Well, I didn't think of that, but it's a good point. Um, anything else? No, that's. No, I've got nothing else to say on it, so. Uh, so, as I said earlier, the next step, the third episode of Ten, is called the Disharmonious Doctor. Guess we'll see you next time. Yep. Thanks for listening. See ya.